0: Folks, do you love movies? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top-quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts advocating for the immediate production of a third national treasure, to hats celebrating John Carpenter's musical endeavors, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola, Jordan Peele. Super Yaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. And hey, as a special gift to you, Monsters Never Die listeners, you can now save 10% on your order with the code SUPERMONSTER. That's all caps no little letters at checkout if the spirit moves you head on over to superyaki.com let's watch more movies Good and welcome back to Monsters Never Die, the Talk Film Society podcast where we discuss monster movies as well as their sequels, remakes, and rip-offs. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Curione, and with me as always
1: is... <laughs> it's me, Jacob DeNoble. just got back from camping and I'm ready to talk about some little kitties, and killers, and space, and little horny worms, and (laughs) nipple placements, and just everything else. I'm excited. We got everything here. That's fun. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing great. Matt, I want to let you know that, um, you know, I'm going to be bringing a slightly new energy to the show today, because (gasps) this is our one-year anniversary. This is one year of Monsters Never Die, one year of horror movies. Is that the paper anniversary? No, my good friend. That's the machete anniversary. Oh! <laughs> I think I know and where this episode is going. Yes, yes. Space. It's going to Manhattan. It's going to hell. So it's the it's the machete anniversary. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: I, I didn't get you anything. You didn't? Well, I got I you a machete. You got me a machete. I didn't get you anything, but I was walking around the cemetery the other day, mm-hmm. and... It's weird. They changed all the signs, and instead of mausoleum, it said crypt. Mm-hmm. So I went into the crypt, and there was this cool-looking guy uh, eating a, a a cake, and he said it was an anniversary cake, and he recorded a little <laughs> something for us. Oh, let's take yeah, a I, listen. Yeah, I actually have the audio of that. <laughs>
1: Ah! Hello kiddies, hello boils and ghouls. It's your old pal John Kissinger, the voice of the crypt keeper. Yes. And today I have a special shout out for my good fiends, Jacob and Matt, and their podcast Monsters Never Die. <laughs> Congratulations on your 1 year. Annivers scary. <laughs> I hope you get to scalibrate. Be careful out there with this Gorona-virus. Soon we're going to have to talk about demon night and bordello of blood, won't we? But be careful what you ask for. You may get it. <laughs> Matt. This is the greatest anniversary gift I could have ever asked for. This is... Thank you, John Kassir. Thank you, Crypt Keeper. You don't know how big of an influence you've been in my life. My childhood Huge daycare intro to horror. rented demon Night when I was... Four like six years old. Yikes. <laughs> Which is, that is the daycare that later got shut down for neglecting us. <laughs> but. <laughs> Double yikes. <laughs> yeah. Good can't grief. Because it happened. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. I have to Google this. This is something else. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is our one year. Can you believe it?
1: I, I, I can't. You know, this was supposed to just be a one month limited series, but we just had so <laughs> much fun. And uh, there's so many <laughs> monsters out there to talk about. And um there's an endless amount of monsters that we can discuss. And Matt, you know, I've been reading I've been reading the books about relationships. I've been reading the books about, you know, trying to keep the things spiced up. And um it it it's said that it can occasionally be nice to have a third. And Uh um, because of that, uh, I decided to invite us a a special guest for this anniversary episode. And um, that would be my good friend Aurora. She is an internet denizen, and she's here to talk some Friday the 13th with us today.
2: I am here to talk all things Jason from the 13th to the 13th.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How are you? It's really nice to uh, meet you again, even though we met once before.
2: Yes, we have met before at WrestleMania twenty nineteen. A magical, magical day into evening with one of the longest or what felt like the longest fights I've ever seen yes. between two um, post retirement wrestlers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was an awesome time. That's also the first time I met Jacob and it kinda it's kinda what sparked this show. Little did he know.
1: Yeah, that yeah. This is really coming full circle. This is uh, you know, that, it's, this is a great great call all around. So,
0: Jason Voorhees, his adventures, as I like to call them. Uh, before we jump into the series, uh, which I'm going to say on the record right now, it's my favorite slasher series. Same. Uh, I love I love this these movies. They're a ton of fun. Uh, they've become comfort movies for me over the years. Uh, I want to talk about our history with this series before we get into the individual movies. Uh, Roar, let's start with you. How did you uh, get introduced to uh, our hockey-masked buddy,
2: Well, I have always had a soft spot for a schlock (laughs) and (laughs) although I knew Jason lived this whole time, um, I was introduced to the love of the movies through Jacob himself. Uh, I believe it was 2009 where the um, relaunch, remaster, whatever you want to call it, came out with um, a midnight showing. Midnight showing, Jason, bunch of camp kids. All was well with the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing midnight showing. Um, that was the day before I was flying out to um, California to go see my favorite band, Sparks. And you told me this story once. Yes. Where you saw the, it at a midnight show and then jumped on an airplane? Yes. And man on man. the air ride over, the man sitting next to me, halfway through the plane, I started doodling Jason because I had just seen this movie like six hours <laughs> earlier. And he looks over and he goes oh, hey, you know, there's a new one of those. And I go, yeah, I actually just saw it this morning before I got on this plane because I'm a madman. And he's like, that's awesome. I worked on it. And uh, he what? was one of the sub coordinators. And that's uh, fantastic. He pulled out his phone, started showing me like behind-the-scenes pictures. He was kind of creepy. He, he was like really <laughs> excited about having taught the topless woman to water ski. Um, <laughs> but well he's a stunt coordinator stunt man they, they get into it man yeah yeah so uh so we got to bond the lady sitting on the other side of me turned out to be a college professor who used jason x in like one of her history of horror classes that she taught wow. so that's on a... friday the 13th that's i got to ride next to two friday the 13th freaks the day of friday the 13th came out it was a magical day like you said, this is also my favorite slasher series. I also feel very comforted by it, which some people think is weird, but I just find these very relaxing movies to watch. And um, I had, I, speaking of thinking you're weird, I had one of these on at
0: work the other day, and a guy was picking up food. I had it paused on Jason's face. He's like, "Oh, you're a little sick in the head,
1: aren't you?" Like, <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <laughs> at least it wasn't like true true
2: (laughs) Um, i paused mine that was the shower scene from one of the movies and um let's hope it doesn't burn into this old tv have some leds go
1: (laughs) that's a that's a fun addition to whatever movie you're watching it just spices it up a little
2: if i saw an old tv on facebook marketplace with that burned into it i might scoop it (laughs) I would buy that, yes. (laughs) Turn any movie (laughs) R-rated.
1: Yeah, I started watching these as a teen, fell in love. um, Nice. And have been a fan ever since. All right. Uh, When I
0: was a kid, I had always heard about Jason. And then when I was about, oh, I don't know, six or seven, uh, my sister had already moved out. And she had Cinemax, but we didn't. And looking in the uh, TV guide one day, I noticed that Cinemax, actually I was probably like seven, Cinemax was doing a double feature at midnight of Friday the 13th Part 3 and 8. So she taped it for me. Oh, hell yeah. And then a week later, we got a VHS tape in the mail of those two movies, and I watched them nonstop. And that was my oh. intro to Jason. Man, was, that story does my what heart a- good. What a childhood and uh she's a pretty cool sister. <laughs> what a world we live in, you know.
1: She that, that she had, used she to had be labeled it all worked.
0: cool with like Friday the 13th calligraphy and stuff. It was, it was awesome. I think I still have that
1: tape somewhere. God, I hope you do. Yeah, that that was fun. That was Oh memories. Mm. Well, Matt, l- let's uh let's jump in on this. I guess we have to start where it all begins. Friday the 13th. Terror and suspense
0: abound in this 24-hour nightmare of blood. camp, Camp Crystal Lake has been shuttered for over 20 years due to several vicious and unsolved murders. The camp's new owner and seven young counselors are readying the property for reopening despite warnings of a death curse by the local residents. The, uh, the curse proves true on Friday the 13th. Oh, so that is why it's called Friday the 13th. Okay. As one by one, each of the counselors is stalked by a violent killer.
1: Matt, did you just now occur to you that it might be called Friday the 13th because it takes place on Friday the 13th?
0: I had just forgotten and I just figured it was like, let's make money off of Halloween. Let's do a holiday. And
1: I, I mean, that is exactly how this. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so... 1980s Friday the 13th starring Kevin Bacon
1: and Betsy Palmer. This movie is pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's divorced, not one of my favorites. Divorced from the series, I think this is a very fun slasher. Yes, but it doesn't do anything that six of the other movies don't do better. Yes,
0: um, unless you're talking about killing Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, uh, I think this movie's it. It is pretty good, divorced from the rest of the series. Like. If there weren't any sequels, I think people would still watch the original Friday the 13th and be like, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so like you had mentioned, this was essentially just kind of a takeoff of Halloween. Um, Sean, yeah. Sean S. Cunningham is not really a horror auteur the way that he no. sometimes tries to sell himself as now. No, he's not. Um, no. He made like some kids flicks. He made some softcore pornography. He, he just, you know... He would nice put a camera sleazy. in front of a place and he'll make a movie of whatever you yeah. want him to. And they took out an ad in Variety that just said Friday the 13th, had the poster of the title crashing through some glass. And they're like, hey, who wants to fund this movie? And that was all they no. had. That's- and so when money started coming in, he hired a writer, Victor Miller, that wrote this nice little slasher. And that's kind of, we'll get back to that later on about mm. why there haven't been any Friday the 13ths in. A decade now the fact the fact that the, the series is friday the 13th and there hasn't been a 13th one uh, uh, but uh, what are you guys doing <laughs> but yeah no this movie is great and it kicks off you know i think halloween is too good of a movie to be counted as the start of the slasher craze because Agreed. i think a lot of the ripoffs don't have the energy or intelligence to rip it off well enough to yeah. make a movie. So this kind of set the template for what we would get a bazillion of throughout yes. that decade. And for that, I you know, I I, I kind of respect it. And I do like the
0: cast here. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're all pretty solid. Uh, Kevin Bacon's whatever. I mean, he's, he's good. Uh, I really like uh, Peter Brower, who plays Steve Christie. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. Uh, but real quick, my favorite character in this is the waitress at the diner. Yes. <laughs> she is my hero. I love her. I just love her, like, her attitude with him. She's like, yeah, get back to the camp. Help those kids. Come back. <laughs> have another piece of pie. You deserve it.
2: You've been working hard, say, Steve. That sets up one of my favorite parts of the early parts of the series, which is everything that takes place in daylight. I like yeah. the tiny bit of characterization of the town of... We call it the town of Crystal Lake. Is there a real town name?
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's unclear. Sometimes it's the camp. Sometimes it's the lake. Sometimes it's the whole town. It's, it's somewhere in northwest New Jersey.
2: Just like me. Uh, <laughs> I love that they're just kind of sitting around and they've got that skepticism to them. But nothing really nasty has happened in recent memory. Yeah. <laughs> so I let them go.
0: Yeah, this was this was filmed in Blairstown, New Jersey. Uh, it's like in the upper northwest of Jersey. It was actually filmed at a camp called Nobi Soko, and I went to a sleepaway camp that was like 20 miles away from there when I was Aww. a kid. Uh I've told my sleepaway camp story on on the podcast before how I got kicked out and all that, but you know, like, that's fun. <laughs> uh but actually we had eaten uh, lunch in that town of uh, in this town on our way to drop me off at camp. So, did I, you
2: hitchhike to camp?
0: Lord, no, no, too young to hitchhike.
1: <laughs> I, too young.
2: I genuinely
1: like that psycho style fake out. Um, I think yes. that girl really sells that she's going to be the lead of the movie, yep. and um, she I looks think like is. a lead, yeah. She yes. and she feels very that's that's why this series is a comfort series for me, and why my rankings of the of the uh, movies are slightly different than I think a lot of horror fans is that I rank these movies solely on how much I would enjoy watching them if nobody ever got killed (laughs) I just like teens and 20-somethings just having a good time and being cute and fun and weird and they get to be so natural and I love that and I love that in this movie this movie really kind of sets that up where it's you get like six people and they're just having a good time and then yeah they're getting killed they're getting killed and then it's not until the final third that like the characters even know they're the in fear. a horror movie and that's fun yeah. and
0: that's nice well, uh, before we're done with this movie I do want to talk about Betsy Palmer I think she's terrific she is very good uh, I think I think it's funny that she like basically shit on this movie forever then realized oh I could make money at conventions if I'm a little, <laughs> little bit nicer to it uh, I don't know. blame her though <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't blame her either, but uh, she is terrific (laughs) in this movie, and uh, spoiler, I guess, yeah, there's no Jason here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, I figure if you're listening to Monsters Never Die, you know that the first movie, the killer, is his mom, but... We've we've all seen Scream, we know the answer to that question. If there, this movie is technically a mystery, but it's the world's worst fucking mystery (laughs) that only becomes an okay (laughs) mystery because there are sequels. Yes. Like, only after Jason is actually introduced does this become even remotely an ending that works, I think. Because, like, Betsy Palmer is not introduced until 30 seconds before she reveals herself as the killer. Yeah, she's in here for the last 10 minutes. Now, you guys mentioned the the waitress in town. Why the fuck not put her as a cook in that little restaurant?
2: She was the cook at the camp.
1: Just give, you know one day of Betsy Palmer, just throw her in the back so that when she shows up at the end, we're like, oh, I, "Ah, I remember hilarious. her. Okay. What a, What an ending. What a twist. Was but Rewatch instead,
2: Value something that uh, was around in 1980?
1: Um, not really, I guess. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think they... Again, like I said, I don't think Cunningham thought about this movie too hard. He was just trying no, to... No, this, this was a quick uh, let's make money. Let's it's, rip off Halloween before anyone it, else does, it's so shockingly we have to go made fast. a ton of money. The
0: effects are good? The effects are very good. I uh, really like them. They hold up. Honestly, all those gore effects. I think most of the effects in this series really hold up well. Uh, we'll get to some really good ones later. Yeah. but Yeah, no, uh, the effects here are good. Uh, I like the moody atmosphere of the camp at night during that rainstorm. I think that's really effective with Mm -hmm. uh, the classic, you know, the moment from Halloween where Jamie the Curtis finds all the corpses.
1: Uh, Except here it's like in overdrive (laughs) where you got corpses like falling from trees and shit. (laughs) It makes so much more sense for Pamela Voorhees to stage the bodies Yes. For people to find that because that's a thing Jason will continue to do throughout the yes. franchise. Well, and he learned from mom. I love of that, but it never makes any sense. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But he, she's he trying likes to scare to mess people. with people. Yeah, he likes to mess with people too.
0: <laughs> we'll learn that later. He's a he's a playful chap. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about Crazy Ralph. Yes.
2: Uh, Crazy Ralph. I love
0: Crazy Ralph. I love Crazy Ralph and the fact that they kind of but don't use him as a red herring. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, maybe Crazy Ralph is the one killing everyone. No, it's not Crazy Ralph. Crazy Ralph is just this nice guy who's trying to warn the kids. He's just, you know, a little weird about it. <laughs>
1: That'd be a pretty good ending, too, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I like this one. Uh, do we have anything else to say about the original? I mean... Alright, did we miss any uh, any high points of... <laughs> spread their no, part one no we talked about the waitress
2: the only thing i can think of is when that young man had the headdress on and the cop pulled up all i could think was it's the cultural appropriation police <laughs> yes <laughs> oh
1: i have guy, one last thing i
0: got what he deserved. he's an asshole <laughs> yep.
1: the rules of strip monopoly make no fucking sense oh this is the one with strip monopoly <laughs> because they're using money to buy property but yes. then landing on places costs you clothes instead of money. How is that game ever going to end? It doesn't. I guess uh, sex, probably. But um, that's, that's the point of the game. <laughs> Everyone has to get naked eventually. And I would just like to highlight... Uh, this is less this movie specific and more just kind of a franchise thing. It becomes very much stated, and horror fans like to talk about how it's like, oh, there's the you know the rule of virginity. The you know you have to be the good girl. If you smoke pot, if you do, if you have sex, that's what gets you killed. And that's Worry. not really a thing in these early movies. No, at least no. thematically dramatically, yes, there are people getting killed during sex scenes because sex is when you're at your most vulnerable. And so you can make a good horror scare out of that. But like Adrian King is smoking weed and Adrian King is like probably gonna Mm. fuck Steve at some point. (laughs) And it just—it only becomes the theme because dramatically it gets repeated so often. And I just—I think that's interesting the way that that kind of codifies into something that is known and expected as the franchise becomes more self-referential. Yes. Uh, this brings us to Friday the Thirteenth Part Two,
0: 1981. Just Hell when yeah. you thought it was—just when you thought it was safe to go back to camp, here's even more heart-pounding terror. Five years after the horrible bloodbath at Camp Crystal Lake, all that remains is the legend of Jason Voorhees and his demented mother, who had murdered seven camp counselors. At a nearby summer camp, the new counselors are unconcerned about the warnings to stay away from the infamous site. From Crazy Ralph. Unwitting and unaware, they roam the area, not sensing the ominous lurking presence. One by one, they find that the grisly legend is real. (laughs) Uh, This movie is terrific. Uh, I love that Adrian King comes back for the opening sequence. (laughs) I <laughs> that sequence also, makes no fucking sense, though. I also <laughs> love the fact that she has top billing. Does she? Yeah, nice. she does.
1: <laughs> Good for her. She earned it. She,
0: I think her thing was uh, she had had an actual stalker after the first one came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And she's like, they asked her if she wanted to be in this, and she's like, I really don't want to if you can kill me off in the opening scene. Also give me top billing. And they were like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever.
1: <laughs> no one knows who anyone else in this movie is. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It. Good for, yeah, th- exactly. Very good for her. Yeah. One of the things I thought was interesting in the first one is, and uh, again, why I kind of like the almost avant-garde nature of these films, is like the character sketches, they start to draw in very unfilled like character beats. So Adrian King, yes. she talks to Steve about, oh, I have business to deal with in California. I need to get yes. to that. And we never know what the fuck that is. And no, it's just business. She's apparently abandoned it because now she's living within walking distance of Camp Crystal Lake. Which yeah, is why not? Like, it yeah. doesn't
0: make sense, but it's cool that she kind of came back. I dig it.
1: But like, I I like this idea that we're just getting these peaks into people's lives, and narratively they're never gonna pay off because they just <clears> get <throat> killed. And like, never. that's interesting. That's not a thing that movies really do. And. Partially it's just because these are kind of badly written, but partially it makes them slightly more interesting to me.
2: It gives them something to hold on to. I would think the actors have come up with their own backstory, and they get to get that little line in there that they can really hold on to until (laughs) they completely lose their heads. Literally.
0: (laughs) Literally. Uh, Gotta say, I love Amy Steele in this movie. She's the best. I think she's terrific. Uh, She's... She is one of my favorite characters in the series. Uh I love Jason in this movie. He's, I he's mean. This is love, love my favorite Jason of
1: the franchise. Um, oh wow, okay. I I love all of the, the characters in it. You got the, the goofy jokester who is like less obnoxious shocking, and more who doesn't die? Doesn't die, which is great. <laughs> um everybody just feels so very human and natural yes. in this and they're good and likable and i think um, later on they try and make these mo- these characters unlikable and they're like oh so you want to see jason kill them and i think that's a mistake cuz like i want to like the kids until they die eh. <laughs> <laughs> I always
0: hated kids like this when I was a kid, so All of them Jason, Jason have a buffet. Have fun.
2: So Matt's uh, on Team Jason for most of this. Interesting. Yes, I am. Yes. And uh, got kicked I, out of camp. Interesting. I, did. <laughs> uh, I love I love Mark
0: in this. He's uh the the counselor in a wheelchair. He is the Yeah.
1: He is the best character in this whole franchise. He's he is so quite, good and he's so quite pure. handsome. Yeah, oh god, he's a super he's hug. Quite
0: handsome and uh I remember watching the, uh, there's like behind the scenes interviews. I believe this was from Crystal Lake Memories, Mm -hmm. that 14-hour documentary on the series. And uh, all the girls in the cast were flirting with him (laughs) the entire time. Mm -hmm. And he just kept basically waving them away saying... Honey, I'm gay. Sorry, uh, <laughs> he was—he had no interest in any of these girls that were hitting on him throughout the entire production, and mm-hmm. I think that's really fun and cute. Yeah, uh, that's sweet. you know what? Uh, I stand a legend. Uh, rest <laughs> in peace, Tom McRide. Uh, you're one of the real ones.
1: I um, I love his. That uh... would
0: have been me, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you know that that relationship kind of plays out in the film too. There's the uh, the one counselor who is just yeah. so fucking horny for him, and, and he's just like, nah. Well, no, he's he's into it. But I like the way that that pursuit is treated in this movie. It's very, yeah. I think, again, it's I think different from when the movie starts to turn into more of a parody of itself, where it's like, this is just a this is a woman who knows she wants to fuck this guy. And yes. she's going to pursue it in a cute and sweet and wholesome way. And you want to see them have sex just because you know they both like each other a lot. Yes. Not because you're horny f- to see them do it. And that's nice. I love that. And also at one point, she perfumes her vagina. <laughs> she does perfume it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got to say, I do like his death. I think it's phenomenally gruesome. It's really mean-spirited, and it's a nice callback to the original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you're like, they're not going to kill the guy in a wheelchair. They're not going to do that. And then,
1: bye, Franklin. See ya. It's so aggressive.
2: Really? (laughs) them it was Good a real for step for equality
1: yeah the the annoying jokester gets away scot-free but the nicest yeah. man in the world gets the machete to the face and rolls down a bunch the of stairs and rolls down uh I, real
0: quick let's talk about the director of this one steve minor hell yeah i really i, I like him uh, overall i'm a fan of his work yeah he uh, made- i like this uh he also made warlock which rules have you seen Warlock? I have not seen Warlock. Okay, it's Terminator with a warlock, basically. <laughs> like a time-traveling warlock. Excuse me? <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's really, really cool. It's him. It's uh, Richard E. Grant is like the uh, Kyle Reese character coming to into the future to stop uh, Julian Sands, the warlock. Uh, Mary Warnov's in it. It's fucking wonderful. Uh, he also directed H2O, which... With the exception of that embarrassing Michael Myers mask, is a pretty good movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy, he made two of the best Friday the Thirteenth. So he made one of the best Halloweens. What's not to like? He's pretty darn good. I like him. Right. Um. I think you had mentioned earlier. Uh. The what, what were your thoughts on Muffin, the uh, the adorable dog in, I in think this movie?
2: Muffin adds a lot of humanity, a lot of tension to this entire experience of Crystal Lake in part two, I was completely taken aback and needed to pause and catch my breath after that transition from Muffin wandering to hot dogs grilling. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And later on, spoiler, um, when Muffin does make another appearance, it was very nice. And as I was going through these movies once more, we do see several other dogs... um, but what none made an impression as yeah. Like muffin. muffin. Yeah. Muffin's return
1: might be the most triumphant moment in the entire franchise. Yes. great <laughs> Because I mean, you go at least an hour thinking Muffin's dead.
2: And yeah. That really hits hard between.
1: And got turned into hot dogs.
2: Too much. Between Muffin, between the counselor who uses the wheelchair, um, there's quite a lot going on here that really tugs at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I also love, you get to see Jason's house in this, and I can't yes, believe we never I love his house. to house. It's
2: uh, so good. Excuse me, we do go back to that in the incarnation that started <laughs> my whole interest in Jason in the first place. That, that's a good point. But He's a homeowner. His house,
1: yeah. <laughs> he really upgraded in that one. This I love his like rundown little ramshackle shack. I love it, and I love the fact.
0: Uh, call back to the time I went to sleepaway camp. There was a weird shack like this on the grounds uh-huh. that the counselors would not let us in. They're like, yeah, it's dangerous in there. Uh, someone there was like a hermit who lived in there. We're like,
2: what? That's, that's weird. where they were hot boxing, and they just. Sent out <laughs> I just, just, to just to about to like, don't That's where there. they were dangerous. having
1: sex while the little children drowned. <laughs> uh
2: love I I love Jason's layer
0: here. I love that he has his mother's severed head. I yeah. love that he has yeah. the sweater. I think that's really really cool. Uh I think it's fun that the video game, the old Nintendo video game took a lot of cues from this even though it used a lot of
1: Friday the 13th part 7 art artwork for for the actual movie. This is the movie that defines the rest of the franchise easily. Yes, um, and I think it does that. a little lore yes. in there. The the opening kind of camp, turning it into a campfire story, is yes. a direction for the franchise to go that is beyond just a who done it that the first one is, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, not at all. Because why did Jason's mom go nuts if Jason didn't drown? She didn't know. How the fuck he's, is
0: that true? He's been living in the woods for 20 years or whatever. He, <laughs> she didn't know. How, how did he get out of the lake? Why because did she think Because she's a bad drowned. mother. So That's I
2: have why thoughts she didn't know. on this that go back me. to the first one from her mm-hmm. beloved okay. diner. Because one of the men, possibly Enos, he's the only name I wrote down from the diner because <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> Enos. Uh, they say the water was sour when they opened the lake. There's only one conclusion there. Takes your boys, turns them into water monsters.
1: Yes. Oh. Bad lake, Jacob. All right. I, you know what? I I, I will agree. Um, uh, yeah, this movie rules. Uh, yeah.
0: It starts to introduce a little bit of that lore that I'm such a sucker for. Uh, it's my favorite part of any horror franchise. So <laughs> we'll get more lore later on. We'll and, get too uh, much lore later on. <laughs> we will get just enough. Not enough, actually. I need more. So, I need all the lore.
1: <laughs> so later that same day. So this this movie could yes, potentially yes. take place on Friday the 13th part 2 takes place on Friday the 13th. Sure, we'll imagine. Yes. They don't say so it. So this next movie we'll is Saturday the 14th. Yes, this yeah, Friday the 13th part 3D is taking place therefore on Saturday the 14th. Um, yes. So are uh, in 3D the next now. Year. <laughs> the next year, in 3D, Steve
0: Miner would return. An idyllic summer turns into a nightmare of unspeakable terror for yet another group of naive counselors. Ignoring Camp Crystal Lake's bloody legacy, one by one they fall victim to the maniacal Jason who stalks them at every turn. Uh, this was the first Friday the 13th I ever saw, and it holds a very special place in my heart. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. This was, uh, I don't know if this is the first one I saw, but it was this one I saw the most early on. And it's the best. It introduces
0: some of my favorite characters. Like, I love Shelly.
1: Love Shelly. Shelly rules. Do you like Shelly? Because we are both Shelly stands here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did either of you see it in 3D your first time seeing it? I believe
1: so.
0: Okay, first time I saw this, you have the DVD. First time I saw this was on that VHS that my Mm. sister got for Mm. me. Uh, I saw it in 3D with those glasses and got a migraine, and it was a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did your DVD copy have the 3D glasses that are printed to look like Jason masks?
2: It did not have the 3D glasses, which I love watching old 3D movies not in 3D because we have such notable scenes as the yo yo. <laughs> For yes, 20 minutes. The yo-yo,
0: the stick, <laughs> uh, the bunny rabbit, the snake. Yeah, there's a lot of cool 3D stuff in this movie. Popcorn popping. Those two stoner hippies making popcorn. The
2: eyeball, uh, which did not yes. look like an eyeball, looks like a loop. No, it's or just something.
0: disgusting. Yeah. Uh, we have a harpoon coming at the screen. Uh, I gotta say, I like all the characters in this movie. I like the the two dirty hippies. Um, Why
1: the I fuck like- are they traveling with two adult hippies? <laughs> Why not? That's how it the-
2: was. Have you never hung out with a group of intergenerational stoners before? They're always there. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> they just you know hung out. Uh, no, I, I dig
0: the
1: characters here. It's fun, uh, good stuff. I like la- Shelly sucks, but he also has a genuine like air of sadness to him that I think differentiates himself from like characters who suck later on because like. He- he also pulls a peewee and uh, messes up those guys' bikes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he does. <awesome. laughs> I love when um, he is first introduced to his date, and he has the stupid mascot. She's like, "Where's my date?" And he pulls up, and he pulls up the mask, and he is just instantly like, "I'm sorry, it's yeah. me." <laughs> like, that's
2: so <laughs> sad.
1: <laughs> but like, he has so Aww. low self-esteem. And he's nice. He's a good guy. He's a good Derek. guy. He's he's the jokester. You he, know, he's trying too hard. But I think little, he will grow smart. up to be a nice adult man if he hadn't have gotten harpooned. He, no, we don't see his death. He just gets he just he just shows up cried. like half alive,
0: and they're like, "Oh, you're just the boy who cried wolf. We don't believe you." Which is actually a really cool idea to do in a slasher movie. Like, we never take you seriously, and now that you're actually dying, we, we're not going to take you seriously again. Because look at all that blood; it's just fake.
2: Of course. I think there is a detail here that could have been utilized better. When we confront those punks, one has a giant chain that he uses to smash windows. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to see a longer chain fight possibly as long been as been cool. um the punch out attempt in Jason Takes Manhattan which lasts <laughs> about 500 hours but i yeah. love 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 me a good random street weapon uh, i don't know where you would get a chain of that size but it does seem useful
1: I mean, I would settle for a chain fight the length of the yo-yo scene, which is, I think, 250 hours. Yes, it goes on for a while. Uh, I do
0: like the people that own that little, in the beginning, that little roadside, like, farmer's market thing. I like them. I like how he's always sneaking snacks because his wife's like, I got you on a diet. Uh, It's pretty funny. It's it's cute. I like that. Yet again, I love the small town vibe Mm -hmm. of, of this movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the kills, like I said before, are great. Uh, the girl getting the harpoon through the eye when she's apologizing to Shelly because, you know, Shelly just grew three feet and he's tall now.
1: Um, (laughs) Hey, giant buff Shelly. Why do you have that I guess, I
0: guess, I guess she forgot her glasses when she started, decided to go down by the water. I don't know.
1: Uh, good stuff. Uh, I like it. I like the ending here. Yeah. I think the, the chase is great. This is the best uh, chase, I think, in the franchise. It's
0: really damn good. Uh, that's where we get to see that awesome bumper sticker, I heart bong. If, yeah. That's wonderful. That's such a funny bumper sticker. Uh, I mean, it's not a bumper sticker that I would have on my vehicle. But if I saw it, I would tell the person to roll down their lindo- window and just go, Hey, that's funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I love the uh, the chase in this because I love this human Jason. I love ah, that creepy. you can knock a book... Sh- like, he gets frustrated and mad. And yes, he gets angry. I I like that about Jason. He he reminds me of my favorite characters, Godzilla and Frankenstein, where yep. yes. he is territorial, and he thinks in a straight line, and if anything interrupts that line, he just gets mad about it. And I love that. It, it, I feel for him. I don't want him to him. I like kill him her, getting mad. Yeah,
2: I think you hit on a really human side of Jason that I like to see, and we we'll can speak to it in the next part in several parts. But when they get his attention with things that he remembers, like his mother, you see possibly a breakthrough moment, and then somebody slams him in the head. <laughs> yeah, maybe just yeah. maybe we could see some of those moments through. Maybe he just wants to go back to his home renovating. There are so yeah, many. Maybe unexplored if you just tried to talk here. to the guy guys
1: I think we've just at least written, in these early movies I think we've just written Friday the 13th part 13 we bring Jenny back from part 2 she's a psychiatrist now that she's all grown up and it's so just it's a drama Got it. of just like really trying to break through to Jason you know <laughs> if you can't kill him why not reform him
2: my dinner with Jason
1: <laughs> It's all the whole movie is a single conversation <laughs> I'm down. Let's do this. Like let's, the Arsenio let's, Hall let's interview.
2: Him. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Voorhees. I'm in. Um,
1: okay. So this was supposed so movie to, rules. Part three was supposed to be the final movie. They wanted it to be a trilogy, which is fucking. Except insane just, If you watch. Except it. they just kept making money. Hand over fists. So then you, they, they tried. You, to, can't, <laughs> you can't do it. You can't stop a series when you're making money. Yeah. Sorry, that's
0: not how Hollywood
1: works. So that, but then they tried to end it a second time and really wanted to make sure we knew they were ending with Friday the 13th yes. part four, the final chapter.
0: The final chapter. This is one of the many times they tried to, you know, kill this series and didn't succeed. The body count continues to mount in this vivid thriller. Thriller? Okay, sure. The fourth and final question mark story in the widely successful Friday the 13th series. Uh, yes. This movie, I actually have it on my TV right now. Uh, It owns. Yeah, this movie's great. Uh, uh, Joseph Zito knows what he's doing. Uh, Listeners know him as the director of The Prowler, which was actually shot about an hour away from my house. Uh, God, this movie's good. It has such a good cast. Uh, Jacob, talk about it real quick, because I'm flustered. I love love this movie so much.
1: (laughs) This movie's great. It has a really strong and powerful visual style. I think Zito brings a powerful energy to the movie. Um, I think there are too many characters. <laughs> I, I agree. I remember the, the twins are notable because they're twins. Crispin Glover and his friend are memorable. And then there's Corey Feldman. And then I, I kind of lose track after that point. I, yeah. I just, there's a
0: whole bunch of characters. Yeah, there's uh, the
1: baseball cap guy who I don't really give a shit about. There's the... There's the lady who's really trying hard to lose her virginity and she loses her virginity while standing in a shower, which has gotta be like a bad first time for a lady. I I, I can't. I don't imagine think that. it's a
2: good first time for anyone. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable.
1: No one wants that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really know what you're doing and know your partner well if you're gonna be trying that. Um, yeah, does anything scream eighties more than having Corey
0: Feldman as one of your main characters? Nope. I love Corey Feldman. He's great. Love him he is terrific in this Uh, love him, I love Crispin Glover I love Crispin Glover's dancing I love Crispin Glover's corkscrew Uh, I love that he's such a dead fuck uh, I love the the computer computer. yeah, the computer computer, told him because there's no computer, man (laughs) I love it Uh, I, okay, MVP of you know, possible MVP of this entire series is Bonnie Hellman as the hitchhiker
2: oh yeah, she's great
0: (laughs) the one with the banana
2: the banana. <laughs> the banana another unsung yes. hero of this franchise. <laughs> I love her with her hitchhiking
0: sign where she says where she wants to go and then when they they yell at her, she just flips it around and says, Fuck you.
2: Genius. So perfect. Such such
0: a great little side character. Uh good for her. She's awesome. She's she's had a long career. She's still making movies and doing TV shows, so oh, good for good. her. She's awesome.
2: There's some lovely little side quips in there, sign in there. I have a couple of quotables. Um, one of my favorites oh. is, I don't know anybody new. Well, sex is a great way to meet them. <laughs> 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 and um, uh, I also have a note that showering without getting your hair or makeup wet is definitely a first year relationship thing. Or
0: a, <laughs> movie a skill. Thing. <laughs> <That's> skills. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, oh, and just this a, does have. Yeah. Oh, go on. Oh, I was just going to say the addition of um, living children characters mm-hmm. is a is is an cool. interesting yeah. direction. Even though the interesting part of it seems to be their plans and not their um, execution of these next. What three they're going to do? Yeah. Uh,
0: I do. I like uh, the character of Rob in this, the guy who's you know searching for his sister. Yeah, he's. Uh,
1: See, he's he's another
0: one I forget about.
1: (laughs) He just shows uh, up like that. He's really
0: cool. I like the fact that he's looking for his sister, who is clearly a victim of Jason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you're not finding her. Uh, He has my favorite line in the entire movie, which is, Help, he's killing me. He's killing me. (laughs) Ah, ah, I'm being stabbed. (laughs) Uh, Top-tier dialogue from him in this movie when he's being murdered in the basement. Uh, I crack up every time. I think it's fucking
1: wonderful. Uh, Good for Rob. (laughs) it's truly that's a that's a horrific death because like because he's narrating it (laughs) yeah like what i love about the friday the 13th deaths and why they don't really like bother me to get under my skin is they're always so fast you're just alive and awake and you're doing your thing and then the next thing you know you don't even know jason's there you just know that your head's cut off and that's great you're done that's how i want to go Your Dunyon rings. It's over. (laughs) I want to be corkscrewed in the face. Well, I guess in the hand. I don't want that part. In the hand, and then he gets a a cleaver in the face. I want to be cleaver in the the face. Where's the
0: damn corkscrew, Ted? (laughs) (laughs) The corkscrew's right here, buddy, and it's beautiful.
1: (laughs) Rora, would you go to this party? Does this party seem like a fun time to you?
2: (laughs) For, you know, until a certain point. Yeah. (laughs) the, The
1: vibe is, it's so, like, it gets... It almost too accurately captures a party that kind of sucks for me.
0: Yeah, uh, it seems like a pretty cool party until he puts on old-timey porn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then it gets weird,
0: and I'm like, who invited this kid? Stop.
2: That's when you know Uh, you've been at the party too long, and you've seen everything.
0: Yeah, literally everything. Uh, I mean, cool you have a projector and a screen, but... What are you watching? What are you doing, guy?
2: Your Put parents' homemade porno, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put on a scary movie. What are you guys doing? Watching weird shit like this. Uh, I love that Corey Feldman's character is obsessed with. Uh, he plays video games. I feel seen. Uh, he's also he also makes his own masks, which is really cool. He's like he's basically playing a, a baby Tom Savini, mm-hmm. yes. who did all who did all the mo- the uh, death effects for this movie and. They're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about Jason's death here? It's the best. And how, and how mean and brutal it is.
2: Oh, Tommy.
0: <laughs> ah.
2: <laughs> that's not going to do very well for you later. That's Oof. some child rage there. And that's the rage of a child who knows everything, who knows how to fix a car, who has been so embedded yeah. in knowledge that there is some um, antisocial rage there that comes out in the end. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, he's That's also so rating.
1: like he's so horny, frustrated too, because he's like watching teens fuck. It's just like jumping up and down on his bed because he doesn't it's have an so outlet for that. Like, It's so fucking funny. He doesn't so know how funny. to masturbate yet, so he just has to like he's- jump. <laughs>
0: He's like he's like peeping through the window and he sees them start going at it and he's like, Aha! <laughs> he, just, he just like does like a like a sideways flip on his bed. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cute, actually. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, I don't know. I think we've all been there where you you're interested in sex, but if sex were to happen near you, you wouldn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, you would have no you have
0: no idea what the hell's going on. You're like, oh,
1: what? Ew! This stop. is <laughs> the first of many. T- Tommy Jarvis is a killer now, moments.
2: Which I Kinda, yeah, in, yeah. A, in a way, and I have a couple of notes on along the way, but I also love that um, I've never seen a grown man go up into a boy's bedroom and the grown man is scared away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a nice role reverse. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, the final chapter subverts your expectations, Roar. Uh, we know
2: that that is else. the best way to write a story. There are countless examples.
1: Yes, you, you know Sarcasm. what else subverts your expectations? Oh, Friday the Thirteenth: The New Beginning. Uh yes. If
0: Jason still haunts you, you're not alone. Uh, someone is slashing people just like Jason Voorhees. Could it be that the notorious madman has returned from the grave? Tommy Jarvis has been transferred to a secluded halfway house. Now, whoever is murdering residents in town has moved to the institution, where no one is safe from being sliced and diced. Uh, this is a movie that gets a lot of hate in fan circles. Uh, long time ago, I was one of those people. I'm still not totally on board with it. Nowadays, I really love it because it's very mean-spirited, the kills are great, and it's got some very fun side characters. I fucking love this
1: movie.
2: (laughs) I enjoyed so much of this movie when I realized they were at a halfway house with a cast of characters that each has their own little flaw. And also when I saw Vic chopping wood. (laughs) <laughs> he's chopping it in an unproductive way
0: he's not, no he's just they just let out here have an axe buddy have he's fun. just
2: chopping and i bet if they just let him chop he'd be chopping to this day and not chopping people <laughs> <laughs> yeah um
1: i i genuinely don't understand why people don't like this movie it's I think it's genuinely because, the funniest because, of the franchise. Because spoiler,
0: it's fake Jason. Who gives a
1: shit? I like that. <laughs> like, no one likes no one likes facing. Why? You don't know Jason. until like the last three seconds that he acts like Jason you know, the whole rest of the you movie. You know
0: because he has he has blue marks on his mask.
1: I That's love that blue mask, Jason. That blue mask is it's all right. fucking swank as hell. It's all right. Uh, the kills in this are fantastic. Yeah, there it has I the most kills like of the, the... franchise. Yes, at least I until like the, Jason X. I um,
0: I like the hedge clippers to the face. I think that's fantastic. I like the the belt around the head. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, the first kill. That's not even by Jason. I like seeing Joey get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially uh, if you Google that actor, uh, he had what he got. What was coming to him? And a role uh, on The Sopranos. <laughs> no, he's dead now, and uh, rest in hell, you sack of shit.
2: Oh no, I have some awfulness to look up after this <laughs>
0: yeah it's yeah. not great <laughs> let's let's just say he was somewhat involved in the star with our of our last
1: film yeah Oof. oh um the mis- yeah. the mystery in this one is i think better than the first because you have actual possible oh, red herrings and yep. we meet roy the ambulance driver early on roy. <laughs> i love I roy. roy roy rules <laughs> fucking like, roy and i love roy Played. i gotta give it to that actor he plays that role so well because they introduced the shitty ambulance driver to yes. give yes. him a reason to be weird. But when you watch it a second time, you're like, oh, Roy's not just pissed that this guy's being an asshole. He's pissed because he just he's noticed his son is hacked to death. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. gets gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, no one really cares. Um,
0: uh, can we get to my... Uh, Second favorite characters in the entire franchise.
1: Yes, I think they're also mine. Yep. Love them hillbillies. Oh,
2: they're yes, so fucking good. I have a quotable. <laughs> yeah, give, a give us big a quotable. dildo, Eat your fucking slop.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, I love them so much. They are insane. They are over the top. I I love her. I uh, the sun I can do without, but I love her. She is I so think. genuinely funny. Oh, she's just going for it the whole time. And I love that, like, in the northwest New Jersey, there's, like, these, like, fucking hillbillies.
2: (laughs) Oh, and we know for sure that there are.
0: (laughs) Oh, they exist. They're very real. I'm actually kind of surprised this didn't take place in the Pine Barrens. But uh, (laughs) there you have it. Uh, Piney power, I guess. Anyone down there listens if they have internet. Um, (laughs) For the locals. But, yeah, no. Uh, I like the side characters in this movie. I love them. I love the secretly gay greasers. Yeah, yeah. they're so good. Uh, they're fun. I mean, they're they're clearly a couple <laughs> who are just, you know, putting on a show like, yeah, we're going to go get some
1: chicks, huh? <laughs> I don't think you are. I love I the song he sings while he's waiting for it. Like, <laughs> sitting in the car, get the fuck back here, waiting on. It's so good.
2: I love that in true 80s fashion, we've moved on from weed to cocaine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, there you go. Uh, it's 1985. I mean, you gotta right. And um, yeah. those are both scenes added in reshoots because they wanted to put more kills in this movie, which already had more <laughs> kills than all the rest. Uh, God bless them. Good him. idea. Every, yeah, every five I minutes, idea. kill some randos. Um, it's so
0: good. I want to say I like uh, Miguel Nunez Jr. He's so good. He's terrific here. Uh, listeners know him as uh, he was also in you know Return of the Living Dead. Uh, he was in Street Fighter. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's also in a movie that I watched last week, uh, Scooby-Doo, uh, nice. really, really fun in that one too. Love him in this movie. He's a lot of fun. Hey, he's good.
1: Yeah. And his death is conceptually very terrifying to be in a porta yeah. potty where giant spirits coming through and you don't know where it's coming yes, from. It's, uh, some scary stuff. Uh, if listeners want to check out more of him,
0: watch the documentary horror noir, on Shudder it's all about uh, it goes down the history of uh, black horror films and he's got a really cool uh, interview segment like throughout the entire thing
1: really smart guy love him I can I can I let loose a hot take I think you have been the whole episode well, here's Stone. my new hot take Reggie the Reckless is a better child character than Tommy Jarvis yes <laughs> hell
2: yeah
1: yes okay yeah Reggie's awesome yeah but he fucking ri- s- saves her by riding the tractor in. Oh my That's god! Such a good fantastic. Moment. The rhythms of the climax of this movie are so good. Like the ch- the final chase is so exciting because it's you have these moments of like terror and then like moments where Reggie bursts in through the tractor, and then she gets the chainsaw and is attacking Jason with the chainsaw, and then it runs out of gas. It's so good. I love seeing yeah, them beat up Roy. <laughs> Oh, Roy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I love this. It's, I love it now. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you've it's, come around to the right side of history. Definitely not my favorite, but it's a hell of a lot of fun, and it's got a lot of kills, which is, you know, I like seeing these shits die. It's, you I know. I do think the reveal doesn't entirely work, because it's raining and dark, and Roy is kind of hard to recognize, because you haven't seen him since the beginning of the movie. That's fair. And it's not really clear. Yeah. The, the, could you follow
2: that, Roy? <laughs> I understood at the end obviously that he's Joey's father but I remember the um, camp counselor surrogate saying that oh his father took off somewhere so I was like wait a minute have we even seen this guy before? did he just show up? was he just waiting for a reason? To- <laughs> uh, I don't know maybe he was you know giving chocolate to Joey on the side or something <laughs> um I guess this uh
1: this brings us to a little bit more Tommy Jarvis. Uh um, oh, yes, <laughs> Jason Lives Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, where things get uh,
2: spooky. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, here I here we go. My favorite in the franchise, my second
0: favorite slasher movie of all time. I love Jason Lives, and it, this is one that I didn't see until DVD. I never rented this one when I was a kid. Mm. For some reason, I rented all the others. And I was missing out on the fun of Jason Lives. I love this thing. I think Tom McLaughlin did a really good job directing it. I think he brings a really smart sense of humor. Uh, we get uh, my favorite, Tommy Jarvis. We get Tom Matthews playing him. Uh, he was also in Return of the Living Dead, uh, much like much like the guy from the last movie. I love the characters in this. Uh, the kills are terrific. It, we finally have a functioning summer camp, which I think yeah. is so That's damn fine. cool. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it, this movie's fantastic. I have so much fun with this. It's such the great a great mix of like tone and like and scares, and it's just its heart's in the right place. Uh, it's basically it's Jason in full on Universal Monsters mode, and I can't get enough of it. Uh, this is the one that I've seen the most out of this franchise.
2: I think it's it's the one I would revisit the most out of these for pure, like, watch it on its own. Mm -hmm. I don't need to follow the Tommy trilogy too much to (laughs) enjoy this one. (laughs) It's
1: easily the one that feels the most like an actual movie that people would (laughs) see and make. Yeah. Like, the rest of them I I kind of think of as Friday the 13th movies, and this one is, I think, an actual movie. This one's just Jason Lives, which is actually Uh, why I don't like it as much. (laughs) <laughs> but that's insane oh, to me. I like it a lot. Okay. Well, because if I'm watching a Friday the Thirteenth, I'm watching for a very particular experience, and this one is too much of an actual movie to give that to me. I kind of oh, i i Jesus. like the i don't want to say crumminess, but the 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 shagginess crumbiness. of the other ones, the ones that you know, crumminess. Yeah, the first five, like I said, they just gotta throw a bunch of characters at the wall. And you just like follow them and then they slowly winnow down and then you get a little chase scene. And I love that. I love just peeking into these people's lives and seeing that. And this is very much a narrative. This is Tommy Jarvis wants to kill Jason. And And he attempts it.
0: Yeah, And then Jason comes back like James Bond.
1: I will say, the opening of this movie is probably the best scene in the whole fucking franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) gruesome. Uh, He gets brought back like Frankenstein.
0: Nobody has fucked up worse than
1: Tommy Jarvis fucks up at the beginning
0: of this movie. Oh,
1: and he's like, (laughs) for the rest of his life, he's trying to atone for this. He's like, I did this. God damn it. Like, I need to make sure Jason's dead. Because Jason is fucking dead as a doornail. He is. Well, he's been a corpse for years. Yep, and oh, no yeah. one, Since no one cares. Final chapter. Remember, remember, Tommy, you murdered him. Yeah, but this motherfucker stabs him with a metal pole at the exact instant lightning strikes uh, it. It yes. brings him to life. And that's and, great. Uh, I love that.
0: He ri- and he rips out uh, the guy's heart. What's his name? Uh, he rips out Horshack's heart. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, the guy from you know, Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, fantastic. Really gory really really gory that that heart pumping in the wind uh really good stuff Uh, he tries to set him on fire but it starts raining so the matches don't work uh tommy gets away eventually and then like i said before you know get you get that really cool the the james bond intro for uh jason where he walks across the screen and slashes at it that's a, a fantastic touch for this movie and then we are at uh you know uh what's it called forest green camp forest green yeah sure yeah, they renamed the town from Crystal Lake, you know, because they didn't want people going there and, like, you know, trying to find corpses or Jason or whatever. Uh, we get the the chief of police uh, and his daughter, who's one of the counselors. She's uh, great. I love de- her. <laughs> love yeah, her. She She's fantastic. Uh, we get the really uh, the, the dumbass deputy with his laser sight. Uh, wherever the red dot goes, you bang. A uh, lot of cool deaths happen on the way to the camp. Uh, we have uh, Tony Goldwyn from Scandal. Uh, he was the president mm-hmm. on Scandal, the long-running oh, television show. Oh, love
2: to hate that president.
0: Uh, he's the worst, and uh, he gets killed pretty brutally here. Uh, him and his girlfriend driving through the woods to uh, in, a, in a Volkswagen Bug, and she tries to give him cash. her credit card. Yeah. C- cash and credit cards, and, you know, don't leave home without it. Uh, that's a great kill. But can we talk about the operating
1: summer camp and how fun that is? Yeah, I love those kids. The kids are my favorite part. Ah, oh, they're great.
2: I love that they finally get to camp.
1: Yeah. Yes. All
2: these years, camp has been delayed. Those who would have been children are probably now junior counselors. They deserve <laughs> yes. at least a little bit of summer fun <laughs> before it all comes crashing down.
1: I I love kids getting scared. Yeah. I wish there were more counselors. I think that's really my biggest beef with this movie. There's okay. only four counselors, and like, it's just too intimate for me. Yeah, we well, don't have a lot of money for a big camp. It's a murder ground. Well, I know. I just I want to see more teens or twenty somethings having fun. Uh, I love the the dick the dick bag who like tries to teach them about like Native American
0: rock formations. <laughs> uh, he's completely stupid, and I love him. He's like the ultimate big dumb. Yeah, he, big old himbo energy from him.
1: I love his sex and, scene uh, in the Winnebago. <laughs> the song's only twenty five minutes long. What? <laughs> I feel like this is one of the more quotable ones Do you have some good quotables for us?
2: This is the one I do not Unfortunately I was too busy enjoying all the (laughs) bloody To write things
0: Uh, I got some Uh, The uh, the, the Gravedigger He's so good I love the great. Did he just uh, they do a great jump cut here where he looks at the he he breaks the fourth wall in this movie. And uh, I kind (laughs) of love it Uh, twice. One where he looks at the camera and says, some folks got a sick idea of entertainment. Yep. I think that's pretty good. And then uh, the other one says, uh, what do they think I am a fart head? And then they cut to a bunch of kids going,
1: yeah. That's I love that. (laughs) That transition is edited so well, too, because the yeah comes in before the visual does. So, yes, like for like yes. a frame or two, you get him and children screaming "yeah" at him. It's a that is a very well edited piece. I think Tom McLaughlin, again. It's I think fun. he did the best directing of the entire series. Yeah, he's he's pretty damn good.
0: Uh, I kind like I said before, love Tommy Jarvis here. I think he's terrific. I like he's just trying to make amends. Uh, this movie has everything. It has a car chase, which is pretty damn fun. Alice Cooper it has. Ah, god, it has that awesome Alice Cooper song. Yeah. Um it has uh what's the song called? The Teenage Frankenstein? Uh not so he has Man Behind the Mask.
1: Okay. Is the Jason right. theme and then there's a second track that he also recorded.
0: The, the other one is Teenage Frankenstein. Oh, is it? Okay. I think. That's what hap- that's during the RV kill, which is also awesome where the girl gets her face pushed through The yeah. metal wall of the RV and then her friend gets, you know, the himbo gets a knife in the head and then it, the RV crashes and it's a great stunt. And then you have that iconic shot of uh, Jason on top of the burning RV.
1: Let's put Jason in the RV. Take him cross country. Uh, please, don't, don't get me started.
2: A traveling I so many Jason cool ideas is all I've ever wanted to see. And where did he travel? Space.
0: To the lake.
2: <laughs> he went to the lake.
1: He went to Manhattan soon. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're, we're jumping ahead just a little bit. He uh, he has one more lake adventure before he he leaves home. Yes, he go
0: he goes. uh, The ending of this movie is really cool. I like the ending on the boat. I think Jason's death is really brutal. I like the propeller to the face. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, Uh, I think it's out in Wisconsin. Where there's like a Jason statue under in a lake somewhere. Oh, yeah. Have you read about this? Have you ever seen that one? Yeah,
1: some.
2: Oh, Lake House? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's I a. What you said. Good
1: movie. <laughs> there's a uh, Jason statue under the water in a lake out in
0: Wisconsin, you say? It's either Wisconsin or Minnesota. Some guy like dropped it down there to make it look like Jason at the end of this movie. I mean, so Minnesota lake,
2: the land of a thousand yeah. lakes. It wouldn't surprise me if one had a Jason in that. A stone, Jason, even better.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I dig this movie a lot. It's it's good. Uh, not just my favorite in the series; it's just one of my favorite movies. Like I love Jason Lives. It's so much fun.
2: How does it compare to New Blood? In your, I don't want to get to rankings, but
1: oh, we'll get there. I, we'll get there. Longer. I love New Blood. I uh, people give this one a bad rap too. I think this movie's fucking awesome. All right. For years, I did not
0: like this one. Interesting, but let. Let's, let's get into what this one's about. Ever since homicidal maniac Jason Voorhees got trapped in chains at the bottom of the Crystal Lake, the nearby summer camp has operated without a hitch, without a murder. But one of this season's happy campers has brought along a deadly secret. Tina Shepard can see the future and levitate objects. Her doctor, Terry Kaiser from Weekend of Birdies, knows just how dangerous telekinesis can be, but he's out to exploit her. And not help her. And now it's too late. Tina has unchained Jason from the murky depths. Uh, this movie is dumb as hell, and I kind of give it a lot of credit for that. Uh, it's it's Carrie versus Jason, and sure, why the hell not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? I think that, yeah, that's it's a really, like, dumb concept, but good for them. Good for them for actually, like, going wild.
2: Speaking of dumb, the film's working title was apparently Birthday Bash... which I think would be a lovely title for any kind of slasher movie. (laughs) I
1: I would like to watch Friday the 13th, Jason's birthday bash. Like that's a, yes, that's a great title.
0: That's a big old crossover uh, movie where, you know, all the killers jump up and they just want to, you know, give him a happy birthday. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So yeah, we are back to kind of the concept from the earlier films where it's just a bunch of teens renting a house out in the woods and yep. happen to come across Jason. They're throwing a surprise party for someone who gets killed by Jason, which is pretty good. <laughs>
2: That's surprising to them.
1: Yeah, they give be like, where is this fucking guy? Yeah, where'd he go? Um, uh. I, this is, I think we are starting to enter where the characters are maybe a little less actually human and a little more just stereotypes. But um, I I kind of yeah, like it. They're, they're just bodies at this I, point. I, I love the bitch. She's great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's she's wonderful. Uh,
1: the nerd girls. Awesome. And the nerdy sci-fi guy he with the mullet. He's great. Oh, my God. That, that guy. Mullet. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I I I like all of the characters in this again. I think they're fun to watch just hanging out and having a party. And this is our first cane hotter Jason. And I think Jason might be at his coolest here. I, I love Jason in this movie. I uh, really like him. I like his. Uh, let's use uh, everything in the the garden tool
0: shed. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh, to murder people, like he uses a weed whacker in this. It's it's pretty fantastic. Uh, I want to give a lot of credit to John Carl Buechler, mm-hmm. uh, the director of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, rest in peace. Uh, he passed away last year. Uh, he's fantastic. He got started doing like makeup effects. He worked on Reanimator with Stuart Gordon. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff from him, and it's kind of a shame that this movie. Which is probably why it gets such a bad rap, because it was so edited by the MPAA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and most of that footage is all gone. I think they have, like, VHS rips of it now. But it's not, it doesn't, the kills are very abrupt. They're not as brutal as you know that he would want it to be. I mean, the dude did the makeup on Reanimator. You, you know that this is this was going to be gory as hell. But the kills are still fun yeah. because of all the different implements that he uses and plus
1: it's a prequel to weekend at bernie's how can i not get a kick out of this i i do think this would be probably benefit the most from restoring the effects work i think this would yes. genuinely be one of the best in the series if it had that in but like mm-hmm. for me the makeup effects are slightly less important than the concept of the kill like yes i am more into what is happening than necessarily seeing it happen. So Jason using a giant like weed whacking thing to slice a guy open. That's fantastic. I I don't need to see it go into him. That's just great. I love that. Yeah, it's good times. Uh, The guy getting the little party horn, like, jammed in. The guy just getting his head just crushed, just topped about like, hamburger style. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal. Uh, Uh, I
2: would have loved to see more of Tina and her powers. Or even just, like, this expanded universe of, I don't know, Tina and friends, Avengers, that really could trap Jason (laughs) for more than, like, a year or two. Like, the others seem to. Yeah. Tina
1: tina fucking rules i she is actually Love tina. she is a whole fleshed out character in a way that most of the characters aren't in this movie which is that rare in the series <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um she's got cool powers somebody needs to tell her that it's perfectly fine that she murked her abusive dad like yeah yeah like fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> um Awful. So her dad, uh, um, just to skip to the end a little bit, he comes back to pull Jason into the water and it's very stupid looking because they had made zombie makeup for him, but one of the producers of the movie made them change it. And... Sometimes producers have they know everything and
0: most times they have no idea what the fuck they're doing
1: on the uh, Crystal Lake Memories uh, doc they talk a lot about this particular producer and how she didn't particularly care for horror movies and was also just like <laughs> if they ever did anything she didn't like she would just try and like make decisions just to like spite people because of that and this seems to be one of them oh, and, cool uh, so I think that's another like the climax of this movie is so fucking cool though like
0: the rest it of the is. movie I is like fine. I like the whole it's- fight in the house. Yeah,
1: like the whole fight in the house is fantastic
0: with Jason losing his mask and uh, that gruesome face he has. I like you said before. I do like Jason in this movie. I like his look. I like how his mask is partly eaten away. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think uh, this is probably uh, the best. Kane Hodder was as Jason. Mm-hmm. He said so- without a doubt, he's gooey. <laughs> he's he, he's fucking gross in this movie, and he's only going to get more gooey.
1: As we move on. And they drop a house on him. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like a witch. <laughs> they wicked witch him. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, and then um, I, I think it's more of a stunt movie than a makeup effects movie. I think it's fine for that. And I think that's yes. that's a perfectly valid transition to make. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, then, and then he ends up in the lake again.
0: <laughs> yep. He ends up in the lake again. And he gets brought back to life with you know electric cable. somehow okay oh boy this brings us to Friday 13th part 8 Jason takes Manhattan also great Uh, also great Uh, the big apple's in trouble as indestructible psycho fiend Jason Voorhees hits the road to New York City and paints the town red uh, I'm not going to read all the entire
1: synopsis, but... <laughs> I was wondering okay, when you started this bit, because I was like, these have to all be the exact same description, right? <laughs> they kind of are. They kind of are. He ships out aboard, aboard a teen-filled
0: love boat. Uh, so, Kane Hodder returns. Uh, pretty good job here. Uh, this is the second Jason movie I ever saw, so it's going to always hold a very special place for me. Uh, I don't even care that it barely takes place in New York. Like...
2: Oh, I'd want to just I like, see so much more of him in New York. <laughs> I
0: like I like Scary Boat. Uh, I understand they had a had major budgetary concerns where they had to like rewrite the script halfway through where like sorry, we can't afford all this shit in New York. You got to redo this. Spend some more time on the boat. Okay, I, I guess. Um I like the kills here. I like the cast here. Like the cast here a lot, actually. Uh, Jensen Daggett is a fantastic uh, final girl in this movie. I really love her. Uh, She's actually like a pretty good actress, like which you don't get too often in this series. Uh, Really like her, Uh, and she's clearly having a good time. Uh, Obviously, you know, Kane Hodder comes back. Um, You have you know the old man, unfunny Dick Cavett pretty much uh, very (laughs) unfunny Dick Cavett Uh, the kills are great Uh, the cast is fun yeah I like this one I uh, really like it uh, I like Kelly Hugh showing up in
1: this yeah she's terrific Uh, yeah this is fun I like it Sorora this is your first time watching this today right
2: it is um, oh shit! Right before this recording.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> and di- so, h- how much New York were you expecting going in?
2: <laughs> not much, because I listen to a ton of bad movie podcasts. Okay. I wouldn't say oh. this was bad. <laughs> no. As somebody who's managed a ton of projects, budgetary restrictions are very real. Um, I would. It's not yeah. even. I wouldn't want to. I would want to see Jason interact with more New Yorkers, not necessarily mm. the city, because I mm-hmm. think some of the lines that. that come out are. Great and kind of write themselves, like when the couple says there's a maniac trying to kill us. Welcome to New York. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, on and so forth. Yeah. And also when the street toughs uh, pull a butterfly knife out on Jason and all he <laughs> needs to do is
0: that sequence put is his fantastic. mask up and
2: they just shake their hands and say right, we're cool, it's cool. We're cool. It's all cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool, man. A lot uh, more yeah. of that.
1: This movie be rules.
0: <laughs> uh I love the boxing match. That's <laughs> that is some next level awesomeness. Uh I love the the camera that like becomes his head and falls down. I,
2: oh, I like God. that Jason Voorhees boxes the same way as Homer Simpson. By standing <laughs> yes, there just, just and letting it happen, <laughs> and letting him tire out.
0: Uh I like the kills in this movie a lot. I love the guitar kill. Yeah, I think yes. that that is freaking awesome. Uh, the first two kills in this used to like really like scare me when I was a little kid. Uh, the two on the boat, uh, so because awesome. I I watched on the you know that low quality VHS, and when he stabs that kid with the harpoon, I thought he was pulling back his intestines, but it turns <laughs> it's out it's not? just part of the. No, it's just like part of the harpoon, like. Yeah, it's yeah, like like cables. A bloody
2: viscera is part of a harpoon. I mean, I haven't been done yeah, but...
0: <laughs> I always thought it was just like, it was bloody intestines, but no, apparently it's part of like the tubing or whatever for the, the harpoon. That was pretty lame. And his, the killing the girlfriend is like mean. Yeah. He's just standing over and it's like, you know what? No,
1: I got you. I got you. <laughs> I love I it. i to get you. They're just carrying a Jason mask on the boat. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Right. Um, look at I got, babe. And I love that the Jason mask has the part three chunk taken out of the top when Jason got the ax in the top <laughs> of his head. Like who's making these? We got it at party city. Man. I guess they're very like um, accurate. That
2: scene on the boat made me really nostalgic for the time of calling into radio shows. And then you yes. get really excited when they play your song or shout you out. And that just seemed really nice.
0: Uh, I like, yeah, I like this movie a lot. I I like the new Crazy Ralph.
1: Yeah, they just, yeah.
0: That's the, this is the they franchise bring back the Crazy Ralph crazy character Ralph. pretty much. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, this guy actually showed up in an episode of Supernatural that I was watching the other day. And I was like, I know this guy. Uh. Where do I know him from? And I was like, I looked him up and I'm like, oh, he's the, he's the Crazy Ralph from part eight. All right, sure. And then, you know, Carlo rolled his eyes at me. And he's like, of course you fucking know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this movie's fun I like the sauna rock being used as a murder weapon Yeah, that's great I think, yeah. that's, I think that's super cool uh, I wish I, I had like, taken a uh, cruise like this in high school Yeah, that would be fun I like uh, the guy, the asshole old man Being dumped in toxic waste I like I like the, the cocaine lady, the girl Like uh, <laughs> trying to cheat her final By, you know, labeling her body a final And we'll come back English to that
2: class yeah we'll come back
0: to that they reuse that that bit again in a, a couple movies from now uh, I like her death I think it's like really cool she's got a really good screen and I like how goopy Jason is he this. is extremely goopy the it's entire movie like he just movie. can't dry off he just can't
2: dry off well, he's on a boat nope. I mean, it's kind of practical. Not the water, water though. From now on, yeah, well, he pretty from much as several a water movies demon. behind. You know, um, I think for uh, no, main I character it. Rennie. If yeah. you look in the flashback scenes, I think her trauma curled her hair. <laughs> straight up, straight yes, down. it
0: does. Yes, very um, much. So.
2: Also, is swimming less than a euphemism for getting molested on a boat?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, possibly. That
2: adds a whole other layer to. Her creepy ass uncle. Mm -hmm. Her uncle telling her that she
1: needs to learn to swim, or Jason's gonna get her, is exactly what my dad would have done to me as a kid. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Like he wouldn't have thrown me off the boat, but he 100% would have been like, "You better learn to swim, or else Jason's gonna pull you under and kill you." Good lord, man! Have I ever told you about the uh, Isle Werewolves? Excuse me. So when I was a kid, um, when we would go to the movies, my dad would tell me that there were aisle werewolves that if you sat on the aisles would come and eat you and kill you. And wow, in your head, you're probably thinking, oh, this is so he could get the aisle seat. But no, he would then sit in the middle and make me sit on the aisle just so I would be terrified of the aisle werewolf the whole oh my movie. God.
2: Sadistic. <laughs>
1: wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> Good lord, that's uh, oof, that's parenting for there's you. There's a lot of dad issues in this room. <laughs> I like that um, Rennie's boyfriend guy, his dad just really wants him to be a captain, but he's not yeah, good at like it. Yeah,
2: that
0: too. <laughs> that's cute. He's like, I can't believe you don't know what to say when we ship out. It's like, yeah, I haven't been paying attention, dad. I don't want to be a I'm captain. I'm 17.
2: <laughs> I, like, I like how on a boat filled with, you know, estimated 100 people, he just made his son the captain. <laughs> just
0: like that. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, guy? I'm not a fool. Uh, that guy's death is pretty cool, though. I love how it's in like random ass slow motion. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of random slow motion in this movie.
2: That's why it's the longest uh, one in the series.
0: It is, uh, but I dig it. I like this movie a lot. Yeah. The end. Um, Jason's death. Did sucks. you know? Oh, what did... did you know that every night at midnight in New York, toxic waste floods the
2: sewers? And that's <laughs> yeah. how they.
0: That's how they get rid of the homeless. Did you know that? I, that's I, like, I did. Yeah, that know. was under uh,
2: Giuliani, I thought. Yeah, I think
0: Giuliani did that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ed Koch tried to stop it, but then Giuliani
1: brought it back years later, like, good for him. that <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I don't like the yeah. normal kid Jason at the end, but I think that's re- that's really the only complaint I have about this Ooh, movie. This movie I, goes places, it, and I love what it does there. That's some weird shit.
2: I understand like, it is a ghost, because she's been seeing ghosts or visions or whatever, but when I first yes. saw it, I was like, did they just leave a child's corpse in the super... <laughs> they did.
0: <laughs> uh... Check out, if you ever can, check out the deleted scenes to this where it was like that kid was coming out of like a giant Jason head. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, like, it
0: was, like, his literal inner child, like, escaping, like, because of the toxic waste. Yeah, that's, oh, my God. It's gosh. very weird. The ending to this On your DVDs,
2: instead of deleted scenes, does it also say slashed scenes? Because mine does. <laughs> that's good. Yes. Yes. It does that in every time. I thought it was a one-time pun, and it is not. <laughs> the slashed
1: scenes. I will say uh, Jason yeah. has the uh, Pe- the worst face in this one. I, like, oh, underneath the 80s. mask, he looks like a fucking Muppet. Well, thanks.
2: <laughs> he well, does. he is taking Manhattan, Jacob. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, this is a—it's a wild, wild ride yeah. from Crystal Lake to Manhattan, which is somehow connected by a river, uh, <laughs> yep. which leads out into the ocean. No one cares anymore. It don't matter. None of this matters. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then the travel—want to see Jason kill people? And the travelogue continues from Manhattan to hell. <laughs> Uh, down to hell and
0: uh, alright uh, I'll be quiet about this one for a little bit but let me get the, the plot synopsis Jason Voorhees the living breathing essence of evil is back for another fierce fling Oh, God. Uh, tracked down and blown to bits by a special FBI task force. Took you long enough. Jason, everyone assumes, is finally dead. Why did they call the FBI like years ago? Uh, but assume, everyone assumes wrong. Jason has been reborn with the bone-chilling ability to assume the identity of anyone he touches. And then it goes on like this. Um... I'll get into this movie after you guys talk Um, about it.
2: I'll jump in. It's been a while since I've seen this. But at the same time, I break down the Jason saga into about three sections that overlap. Where we have the first set of movies is the urban legend. And then we have the middle section where we have the boy wonder or the abandoned boy wonder (laughs) because of all the abandoned Tommy plot lines. And then we have... Full Ass Demon, and we are all the way into Full Ass Demon, which Jason goes to hell, and I think that's refreshing and the only route that this could take because we all know the progression of movies from you know um, quaint makes a lot of money on a small budget and then makes ten other movies and the only other place to go is hell or space and he went to both.
1: <laughs> I, I will admit this is the only Friday the Thirteenth movie that I just don't like. I. And it's, it's not the body hopping, which I think is cool. I think that's at least interesting. I get that. I like that Jason, you know, makes a big return at the end. But I, I don't like when horror fans make horror movies. (laughs) I, I don't I can get behind you on that. I it they just it always feels so smug and self satisfied. And the guy who made this was twenty three, and it feels it. Um, oh no. And this also, I, I feel like this movie suffers from like a lack of clarity because like it's sold as the final Friday, so it's like oh is this the big wrap up one? Because Sean Cunningham got the series back, even though it's at New Line now, and it's like okay. But the movie never feels like a big... You never feel like this is the last Friday the 13th movie they're ever going to make. Because it ends with Freddy versus Jason glove, even though that doesn't actually happen. And it doesn't like connect any of the parts, so it doesn't feel like a culmination the way that part four did. It's just kind of... I don't know, it just kind of sits there. And I also find it... I don't know, maybe I'm dumb. I find it hard to follow. <laughs> There's just... I don't know, like, you got Jason's sister... really and is neat really it's hard to follow yeah characters just drop when have, off the when screen. you have Johnny Exposition Creighton Duke
0: leading you through the whole thing by your broken fingers I, Creighton I fucking hate that guy <laughs> oh man it sucks <laughs> okay here we go I fucking love this movie Uh, I'm a huge fan of a late franchise lore dump (laughs) where they just throw all this fucking bullshit at you. Uh, I love Creighton Duke. I think he's fucking awesome. He's one of my favorite characters. Where's his spinoff series where he hunts Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and whoever the hell else he wants to hunt. Uh, I love the body swapping. This has my favorite Jason design. I love the the mask, like, crusted into his face with, uh, like, all his deformities. Uh... I like the side characters in this. I like, uh, I even like the scumbag, uh, news reporter guy who's like such, so it's such a fucking slime ball. You just want to, you're like, when are you going to die? And then, you know, he gets run over like three times and it's fucking awesome. Uh, Love it. I love I love all the lore that they throw in. I love the, through a, a Voorhees he was born, through a Voorhees he will be reborn.
1: How does he uh, know I this? Love, <laughs> where did Creighton find
0: this out? Because <laughs> he's Creighton Duke. He's done a lot of fucking, like, research on the guy. He's been following him around for years. Where? <laughs> uh, I love I love the diner. I love the, the woman great. who runs the diner. It can't be the love, diner. <laughs> I love, uh, what's his name, who works at the diner? uh leslie jordan yeah he's, he's great he's fucking wonderful uh shame that he dies so horribly been thrown into a fucking deep fryer in this movie <laughs> i like the jason burgers jason burgers rule uh i've made jason burgers numerous times uh i've put them on special at the restaurant i work at and they're a big fucking hit and people <laughs> like them uh Wait for
2: the uninitiated what is an a jason burger
0: it's literally, uh, well, the way I make them is it's, I cut them, cut the patty into the, the hockey mask. And then I just use, you know, uh, I put, it's, it's basically a pizza burger
2: oh. with marinara.
0: And then like to make the mask white, I use uh,
1: mozzarella. Oh, yeah. In the movie, That's they just poke people. their dirty fingers into a patty the, to her like dirtiest, dirtiest <laughs> to fingers. To That's the where the flavor uh,
2: comes from. <laughs> the
0: yeah. Uh, love that shit. Uh, Lost my train of thought here. Uh, I like the coroner. I like the guy eating the heart. That is I think cool. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a weird history with this movie, uh, where I saw like the unrated cut before the movie even came out. Uh, kinda. There was a Mar- There was a comic books adaptation of this, like a three issue adaptation, where they added in like deleted scenes and stuff. So. There was that, I read that, I had like most of the trading cards for this when the movie came out. All buying all this stuff, sight unseen. Hadn't even seen the movie yet. The movie came out on VHS. Uh, me and my brother uh, begged my mom to rent it. I tried the old bullshit tactic of it's unrated, so it's it's better. It's not rated R. That's so you know, genius. it's, it's good. That's so good. And and my and my mom basically said yeah okay whatever and she rented it for us let us watch it once and then hid the vhs in her purse for the rest of the weekend and <laughs> not let us watch it again uh because it was unrated and too violent and all that jazz so i actually didn't watch this again until many years later when it came out on dvd and it was uh yet again the unrated cut which has some great kills uh, I love the kill that happens in the tent where the the girl gets ripped in half with the spike yeah I think that's really cool that's- I love the melting guy the melting cop I thought that was really that's some cool goop that that happens uh, yeah I love Jason goes to hell and I understand that I'm very much in the minority uh, okay. for even hardcore fans of this franchise yeah uh, but yeah, it's it's why I love this. I, I love lore dumps. I, it's why I'm a big fan of the entire Saw series. Uh, <laughs> it's why I love Freddy's Dead. Uh, yeah, this movie rocks. And uh, love that ending. Love that ending. With the Necronomicon popping up from Evil Dead. And
1: <laughs> See, that's another thing. The, I just the can't. Knife get from
0: Evil Dead. <laughs> I love the fact that Jason is a Deadite. I think that's really fun. Uh, <laughs> s- straight up demon. Good shit.
2: I have the small detail. I love the poster of it, which looks yeah. like it's the mask's, mask from the inside. So, yes. as recently revealed by Stephen King's musing, because we have no other new media to like talk about that's releasing this year, he <laughs> wanted to write a Jason or Friday the 13th from Jason's perspective, but we already have this that poster, so there's no need.
0: Yes, <laughs> exactly. It, uh, but no, I dig it, and I still remember freaking out when Freddy's glove popped up out of the ground and... Pull Jason down to hell with his mask. I thought that was really
1: cool. Yeah. I do. I, I will say I like the creepy musical sting sound effect for when the body swapping is happening. That's always really creepy sounding. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there are elements to this I like. I just. Nobody is a normal I like the person. Kane, I like the Kane Hodder cameo.
0: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> He's the security guard yep.
1: outside the, the morgue. It's good. He has a cameo like. in Daredevil for no fucking reason. <laughs> He is sitting on the ringside Uh, watching Daredevil's dad box and like, I was like waiting for something stunt-like to happen with him, but it never does.
0: Okay, so then it was a really long time before another movie came out. (laughs) uh, Because Freddy vs. Jason was in development hell, and guess what? New Line wanted to make a little extra money. So they put out a Sci-Fi Channel original onto theaters. (laughs) Yeah. And uh... (laughs) And they did that, and I saw this opening night, and it was me and one of the guys
1: oh, in front of the, the, front of the
0: theater. <laughs> and that fucking rules. It was, uh, it's a movie. Oh, man. Jason Goes to Space. I, it's, I like this Yeah. One.
2: Yeah. I, I like this oh. one because it's one of those that they play over and over on now that I'm an adult. I have cable now, and we just have movies on in the background. And I don't know. There's just something about Jason being the straight man and Freddie <laughs> being the funny guy that, like, if this is... what Oh we're no, we're not there get, yet. Oh. Oh yeah, we're at that.
1: Jason X, where he's in space. Jason X. Oh my X. god, Jason! Jason X. Jason goes to space. <laughs> I like this <laughs> one. <laughs> he he becomes a, um, a, a an Uber Jason. He becomes a robot super Jason at one point. This, uh, I like the Uber Jason design. Yeah. Matt, I mean, uh, I used to have the action figure. That was fun. You really uh, this has my one of my favorite kills in the series. Is it the lady whose head gets frozen in liquid nitrogen? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, yes, and it has a it has a fun David Cronenberg cameo. Yeah, uh, I, and then it just happens. So yeah, so this movie starts in the near future. I think it's like. 20, yes, like, 2000... I think it's like, actually, I think it is like 2008.
2: I'm looking at... Jesus my Christ. Parents, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: no. and, um And, yeah, and Jason gets cryogenically frozen because they don't know what to do with him. And, Ugh. oops, so does a 2008 lady. And then they both wake up in 28-something, I think?
2: So I'm looking 20, at f- it right now. and it's
1: twenty four fifty
2: five. Yes, and I think that is the biggest time jump I've ever seen, even longer than... Cleopatra twenty five twenty five, which might be the <laughs> show only I remember. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. That, that was that's a Sam Raimi show actually.
2: That's a deep cut, right? Yeah, I've I've never I, seen
1: it. Wow. I saw I it a lot it.
2: because I did not have cable television and it was on Pix Eleven.
1: So that's kind of the vibe that Jason X has. It very much feels like a made for TV product, even though it has the mm. biggest budget of any of these. Because like when, well, I mean it, to me it makes sense cuz like when you're in the woods you get natural value out of the work that God did. And instead you have <laughs> to make a spaceship out of like 10 million dollars and that's a lot harder to do. Um I don't know. There's not a lot to say about this movie. The outfits are hilariously early 2000s. There's a lot of midriffs. Oh my god. Um oh, yeah. really horny and this is where I think it goes too far into horniness. Everybody is it just, takes like, that, cartoonishly it, horny. It takes the scene from Takes Manhattan
0: again with the girl seducing the professor. Or um, I'm like, oh, yeah, we just did this, didn't we? But Except it was way better in Takes Manhattan because she tattooed her body with organs. It was fantastic. <laughs> well,
1: that's why she tweaks his nipples just, with, like,
0: giant clamps. This one's just like, oh, play with your nipples, proof. It's like, No. Don't do this. This is weird. Um, I don't like it.
1: There. So I like the guy who is in love with the robot he made, and I like that the robot gets yes. to kill Jason, and then he comes back as an Uber Jason. I think that's... Yes. I like this uh, slightly more than nine. I think it's just... I think the humor works a little bit better, and it's... I don't know. It's stupid but straightforward, which I will take over stupid and confusing. This movie... Uh, not do anything for yeah. Me. I mean, at all. Um, but yeah, we could. We, that's <laughs> that's really all there is to say about Jason X. It exists. I would never pick it over any other Friday the Thirteenth movie. But I, I'm glad there that it exists. I'm glad that we have a Jason in space movie because everybody's got to go to space. That's fair.
0: It's better space than Leprechaun so. in space. Oh my God! Far better than Leprechaun in space.
1: Jesus, <laughs> most things are. Um. But yeah, so now we're at Freddy vs. Jason, where we have...
2: Oh, I've been here for 10 minutes now.
0: (laughs) Two titans of terror going at it, mono a machete. They're going to kill each other a lot. That's what the actual back of this box says. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to kill each other a lot. Uh, Oh, hey, another movie I saw opening night. uh, This time with a packed crowd. Yeah, that seems to make sense. (laughs) uh the, the crowd went insane for this movie. Uh, people were cheering uh, laughing at all the right moments. I was on a very awkward date oh it
1: was, man uh, <laughs> it was interesting. it was interesting Matt I love both of these story. I love your Jason X story and I love this story too. Ah uh, this uh. Okay,
0: uh, let me just
1: say one quick thing and then you go
0: on. This movie fucking owns, (laughs) Rora.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, this movie came out couple of months before i started working at a movie theater and okay. even when it wasn't in theaters anymore the crew all they could talk about was this movie and how much long it ran and how awesome it was to have it and how they screened it for themselves and i'm like hell yeah this mo- like what and i didn't have that experience until um dawn of the dead came out and we had a private three o'clock nice, in the morning nice. screening Movie theater life is pretty cool sometimes. Um, but yeah, this movie fucking owns. It's dope. It's funny. Um,
0: sometimes yeah. development hell is a good thing.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you get out of it. And it had to come after Jason Goes to Hell. Jason Goes to <laughs> Development Hell. Uh,
0: I like the director. Ronnie Yu is pretty awesome. Ronnie Yu rules. Uh, uh, he had previously done, uh, you know, Bride of Chucky and kind of revitalized that franchise. Uh, this one, he you know, he brings that same kind of like high octane energy and i really like that it it really is half a jason movie half a freddie movie and they mix the lore pretty damn well
1: yeah. this this movie i think when you watch this movie you think yes this is the most obvious direction you could have taken it but yes. the most obvious direction is the right one and if you look at all of the attempts and all of the attempted Oof. scripts that they tried before this, where they tried literally everything else, you go, oh, yeah, no, fuck. You, yeah, you guys there just like a, picked the was right there one. Like
2: What a, were some of the most notable failed attempts?
1: I think there was like a Cult of Freddy. So that something? was a big one. Um, the worst one, I think, is yeah. the, it, it was a courtroom drama <laughs> where I know uh, that I would have watched that. Hold shit. on. All right. But, the, the premise was that it. The Friday the Thirteenth movies are movies based on an actual killer named Jason Voorhees, but he's not a zombie; okay. he's just a dude. But Freddy actually exists. Okay. And it's you got to send me this. Yeah, script.
2: Freddy acts as his own lawyer.
1: <laughs> it's
2: so that was the one that was written
1: by um, Ronald Moore and uh, the Battlestar Galactica creators. Um, yeah, there's a great book called Slash of the Titans that have it gives you out. a like short, it gives you a long summary and review of each of the, I think, ten aborted scripts plus interviews Damn. with all of the writers behind each of them. And it's okay. It's full of good stuff. But um, yeah, I love this Yeah, movie. no, this, they picked the right script to make into a movie. Yes. And yeah, this and you can tell Robert Englund
0: is just having the time of his life. Love him. Uh, it, he is so damn good in this movie. I like all the flashbacks. I like uh, I like the intro to this movie a lot. Uh, when he first brings back Jason and like figures out how to like how to do this. Uh, Freddie's really mean. Yeah. In this He's movie, so uh, I love when he I love when he calls you know Jason an ugly little shit. Uh, I think that's that's really funny. Uh, He's got some really mean spirited one liners uh, in this in this movie. Like I've always had a thing for the whores that live in this house. Like God damn, Fred, you are you are savage. Uh, uh, Yeah, he's he's unleashed and unhinged, and he's he's throwing out Scottish accents here and there. the fights in this movie are cool as shit. Yeah. Yes,
2: they are so evenly matched that I remember the first time watching it... Actually, the third time watching it, I couldn't remember the ending. So it was really souped to see who would actually win.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think they, it's a really wise choice to make Jason the quote-unquote hero because jason yes. is the more vulnerable character Freddy is the more blatantly evil and that way He's so evil fans of both both have something to cheer for because they're like all right my yes. guy's the hero of this movie and then the other guy can be like okay my yes. guy's the mastermind of this movie so no matter who yeah, you uh, like you feel good about their position in this
0: yeah it's fun it's just oh god and those fight scenes are badass especially the ending The fight whole yeah the like, whole
1: fucking finale of the, this movie the, like this is a B-minus the, movie for most of it, but the end fight yeah. is so well done. You're like, fuck, I don't give a I shit. I dig like, it. It's worth it. This is the only thing you have to I love the kills on. in this movie. The kills are great. Uh, Jason had that... The,
0: okay, the cornfield rave is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love a I corn love, rave. <laughs>
0: I love beer Jason. I think beer Jason, like just drenched in beer, just murdering
1: fools, uh, is a lot of I mean, of Flaming Jason is... It, it's an iconic uh, look awesome. that had never been awesome. done before the... and that's hard to come up with which is really? it's really cool
0: actually the the freddy vs. jason action figure that i have comes with the flaming machete Hi. and it's it's
1: badass it's really cool uh yeah love this movie it's one of my favorites i love the teen cast <laughs> in, in this um monica kina yeah. from undeclared you got kelly roland <laughs> destiny's child
2: I love Jesus. kelly roland and her mouthing off uh so she mouthing off at Freddy or Jason? Freddy. Freddy, she, uh, which... I need to look up her quotables because she works it, and I think she has some problematic language, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she
0: has one she bad She very quotable. much does, and uh, <laughs> she, a, she has very problematic language, which makes me hate
1: her character. Yeah. That's... So and uh, I,
0: I'm very glad she I, dies.
1: Uh, from what I hear, I think maybe that was ad-libbed, too. I don't want to blame that on Kelly Rowland. Oh, well, but good for her. I, uh, the, the people who wrote the script say that that, that definitely wasn't them but it could have been david Ooh. goyer because he did a final pass um yeah no Oof. but um i like i i think i hate fake jason muse because there's no reason for there to be a fake <laughs> jason muse in this movie other than the fact that this came out you know in 2000 but like That's were people reason. that into jay and silent bob <laughs>
0: no 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 one was. It's a New Jersey
1: thing. All right. It's I guess. It's a New Jersey thing. I, <laughs> you know, I, do yeah, like, understand. I don't like his character that much, but I he has, I think, the best line in the movie and maybe the best line in the franchise where he goes, that goalie was pissed about something. That's
0: a yes. very good joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fun.
0: Uh, yeah, I love this movie. It's good. Uh, uh, this brings us to the last official Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. For now. Uh, 2009's. Wait for it. Friday the 13th. <laughs> starring, uh, starring. This is, this is back in the day when within a month of each other, both stars of Supernatural got uh, their own horror remakes. And bless them for that. Uh, back on Valentine's Day, Jacob and I, we talked about My Bloody Valentine starring Jensen Echols. And now we're talking about Friday the 13th starring Jared Padalecki. And uh, yeah, I love this
1: movie. Tell me about Same. it. Same. <laughs> tell it what do you want to know, know. what do you like about it tell, tell me about your, your your fandom of this movie i i respect this movie but it doesn't really scratch my itches i love how savage and actually smart
0: jason is i love him setting traps of marijuana to like lure Stupid ass kids to like try. Let's 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 find that that sacred marijuana plant and uh, harvest it and make a lot of money. Okay, well that's Jason's and he doesn't want you touching that, so you're screwed. Uh, I love the the structure of this movie. I love how the opening credits is basically a remake of the first movie, uh, and then you get uh, the t- Jesus. 24-minute short film to open the movie, which is basically, you know, uh, the second movie in the, in the franchise. And then you get the rest of the movie, which is basically Friday the 13th Part 3, uh, which gives, you know, these uh, college kids going out on a for a fun time at the lake. And you have the return of the character from Final Chapter kind of looking for his, his sister who was part of the opening. And I dig it. I dig it a lot. I like Jason's lair. A lot. I think that's cool. Uh, I like that he has turned the camp into his own little like uh, territory. He's extremely territorial in this. I like how brutal he is. I like the kills in this movie. I, I like the cast. I It's fantastic. I like the look of it. I think it looks... I know Jacob's not going to like it because it looks too slick, but... Uh, <laughs> I love it because it looks slick. It feels the most like a real movie out of any of these. And uh, that's what I like about it.
2: I'm going to jump on that love train because I also like Jason and his own territory. I think it calls back to the earlier ones where this is Mm -hmm. where Jason truly lives. This is where he's built his home. He couldn't swim before, but he loves that water now. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. Work it out. And Jason's home, I like. Um... But we were watching this originally with friends, one of our friends commented, why did Jason build so many dead ends in his home? And we recalled, well, his brain has been rotted out by the lake for <laughs> how many years now?
1: Thank you. Um,
2: but he's still an architectural genius in my book.
0: Yes. Uh, I dig him. I dig him. I, I like uh, the lines in this movie. The perfect nipple placement is That's- a terrific, terrifically stupid line. That a douchebag like that would
1: say. I, oh,
2: yes. And we need to have the titular line. <laughs> it's not the titular line. It's quite <laughs> literally a yeah.
1: titular line.
2: <laughs> but having some uh, sort of um, popped collar wearing, which was the style at the time. Uh, yes. I remember this. A polo club dudes say, look up, say, your tits are stupendous. That should be as iconic as the hockey mask.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh,. I, I like these kids. Uh, I think they're fun. Uh, their deaths are uniformly brutal, especially that douchebag's death. I think that death is fucking awesome where he gets stabbed and then thrown on the back of a truck and, and driven away <laughs> down the road. I think that's really fucking funny. Uh, I like Willa Ford showing up for some reason, taking a, a break from her pop career to, you know, get hit with a boat. And then get a machete in the head. I think that's a
1: really mean spirited. Uh, I dig this movie a lot. I I like the con- fucking awesome. The, have you heard of the concept of her original death? How that was going to run? No. So what is it? originally, what is it? I don't know if they filmed this or not, but it's scripted. So she was going to be hit by the boat, and she would be there treading water and see Jason there on the shore with his machete, and like, okay. the, she would swim up and down the like lake, and he would just keep following her. And she was oh, so shit. terrified to, like... So she stays out and, like... It cuts back to the people partying. Cuts back to her and it's <sighs> nighttime. And she's, like, losing energy. Still treading water. And she ends up drowning because she won't go on to the land where Jason's gonna kill her. And he, like, psychologically... a great death.
2: Yeah. That's not a Jason death.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a... You're tired death. <laughs> uh, you got sleepy.
1: That's a Freddy death right there. Sure. I, I... I just... I don't care that... I don't care for the kids in this one. Um, I, I, I like them, which is interesting because except you for gener- douchebag, except for the douchebag, I, I don't like. they like douchebags. <laughs> Not really. I, I don't know. I don't You're find them likable off. at all, and they definitely don't feel human. They they feel very written to me. They feel very movie people in a they way got that the
2: stars that they could afford or yeah. were under contract for an additional movie for this uh production house. <laughs>
1: um I do like Jared I Padalecki. Do, I think he's good. I like him a he lot, does a man. great job. Um I like the fake out death towards the
0: end where you think like uh they're all going to get away but then uh
1: daniel pennebaker gets a machete through the chest that is genuinely shot that is maybe the only genuinely shocking shocking death in the entire franchise yeah i did not think that was going to happen at all because she is very much set up as a final girl yep entire audience went oh fuck (laughs) i i don't like though that like the the actual final girl we see her for like five minutes at the beginning of the movie and then like for and a weird scene under Jason's, I don't know. The rhythm of that's, that is just. That's
0: because that's because Jared Padalecki is so pretty that he is the final girl. He don't
2: you is. get it? He's the Don't true, you get it? He's the true Gilmore ghoul. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but no, I love this movie. Uh, my friend referred to him as Rambo Jason. Yeah. And uh, my 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 friend Billy, and now I can't get that image out of my head that he's Rambo Jason and you know what Rambo Jason's pretty awesome
1: yeah he he can think a little more laterally than your normal Jason which I
0: like the I also like the actor that plays Jason yeah Derek Mears is great Uh, I like Derek Mears
1: uh he's done some pretty cool
0: work with uh creature effects I mean he played Swamp Thing uh, on the Swamp Thing show uh he has an amazing uh episode in the recent uh, twin peaks he's awesome in that uh classic arm wrestling sequence in twin peaks listeners uh peep that shit uh but yeah no this movie's fun as hell i love it uh real quick before we get to the end of the show when we rank the series uh i also watched never hike alone okay which is a fan film uh made by uh i god what's his name Uh, His name is uh, oh, uh, Vicente DeSanti. Uh, He works in like, you know, he did animation for like uh, the Thanksgiving classic Freebirds. But he's basically a horror fan. (laughs) And then he decided to make this hour long short of a cool mix of like found footage and Jason and hiking through the woods. And this guy comes across Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake, and basically it's him against Jason. And uh, personally, I love it. And uh, it's if this is all we're going to get because of the lawsuit, that you know we can't have official Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yes, keep making these. Do it, please me.
2: What's the pending uh, lawsuit?
1: So, oh god. <laughs> um. So one of the 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 funniest thing about the lawsuit, I think, is that the person who does the best reporting on it is Larry Zerner who played Shelley in part three and has now become an entertainment lawyer lawyer. now and so he follows along because he just has a vested interest in this yeah Um, it's a lawsuit between Sean Cunningham the director of Friday the 13th and producer of the new line era of Friday the 13th and Victor Miller who wrote the script (laughs) essentially trying to determine whether or not Victor Miller wrote the first movie as a work for hire script, or if he was employed by Sean Cunningham to write the script for Sean Cunningham. Um,
2: Oh, very classic um, contract. Yes.
1: Um, Yeah. uh, Comic book fans will kind of see this, this played out a lot, especially in the early nineties with like Jack Kirby. And, um, but Mm -hmm. like it's so because of the legal entanglements, which is why we haven't had a Friday the 13th for a billion years. And years. it's it's also interesting that it's those two parties who are battling it out when, if you're being truly honest, Friday the 13th doesn't become anything without Friday the 13th Part 2. And neither of them had anything exactly. to do with that mm-hmm. <laughs> while they battle out for like... They're, they're fucking, fucking fighting over Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> but um, They're fighting over Jason's yeah. mom. But um, And to be
0: honest, no one really cares about Jason's mom uh, unless it's Jason.
2: Does the winner get the sweater? <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's 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 just it's sad
1: that the thirteenth Friday the thirteenth doesn't exist and likely yeah. won't be anything super interesting for a very long time. Uh, I
2: would just oh my goodness, we really uh, stopped at twelve, I know. didn't we?
1: And mm-hmm. I I would like to say you know I think it wouldn't make any, this it wouldn't make any money because nobody really cares that much about the final girls who have survived. But I would love to see all of the ones who have survived we see Ginny. we see uh tina we see just anybody who made it through the end all coming together to take yeah. down jason i think that would be f- a fun movie cool. to see it's probably a little too fan servicey for a friday the 13th movie to make the amount of money that it should no, no of i would also not. love to see a uh, christmas one a christmas friday the 13th because uh you know there are 12 days of christmas between friday the 13th and christmas day december 25th
2: jacob that is 12
1: days of christmas the ads write themselves oh my goodness Uh,
0: real quick back to never hike alone i dig it i dig it a lot uh i like that tommy jarvis comes back spoiler uh also, if you want a fun, uh, Jason in the snow, check out Never Hike in the Snow, which is the 25-minute yep. prequel that they just put out. Uh, Tommy Jarvis returns again. Uh, the deputy from, from Jason's, li- Jason lives is now the sheriff because, you know, the original sheriff got bent backwards in half. He even brings back his laser sight gun <laughs> and, uh, gets to say, uh, yeah, where the red dot goes, you bang. Uh, and Tommy Jar- Jarvis calls him a fucking asshole uh, It takes place during the winter uh, It's got Jason running through, the, uh, like running through the snow Throwing axes at people uh, Using a bow and arrow Which I fucking love uh, It's extremely gruesome It's brutal uh, There's a really gnarly kill uh, It's cool And these movies are free And available on YouTube And people should look
1: them up Excellent and Look up that Arsenio Hall interview too While you're at it <laughs> Oh god!
2: <laughs> Please do. You, it is you mean the one where five Jason minutes long. And it is five minutes long, and it is four minutes and thirty seconds too long. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I think uh, that's everything. So I think this
0: brings us. This brings us to our. our rankings. Oh yes.
2: Oh. Hmm. Uh,
0: Rory, you first.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I think Freddy versus Jason has. It's the most enjoyable for me to watch because I just love the two guys playing off each other. It's fun. (laughs) That's one situation where one of them talking and the other one saying nothing really works. (laughs) Um, I really liked part five. I think that's going to be my uh, number two, A New Beginning. I really liked all the misfits. I liked that Jason um wasn't the killer i thought that was cool even though i like the supernatural bend um that comes after i guess after that because of supernatural it would be six um because that's where it all starts even though i think the seeds are there from the beginning <laughs> that is kind of a mush of four and three are kind of on equal footing for me and one is so important, and I think it's a great movie to keep on at a party, because it's got those, um, even though it's 80s already, it's got those 70s vibes, and I think that's yeah. pretty rad. Um, and lower on the list, two, still good. Um, it's a bit of a testament to drinking and driving, because they're all <laughs> in the casino, and it's fine. It's totally fine. So that's got to be lower on the list. And seven, just... I think I OD'd on Jason over the last couple of days, so it didn't stand out to me as much. That's fair. And at the bottom would be Jason X, because (laughs) it is what it is. Because you forgot it existed. I forgot it existed. I get it confused (laughs) with Jason goes to hell. I guess I think hell is space, because I have no real desire to go to space. So, and there's my ranking. They're both scary.
0: Space and hell are very scary places.
2: There's a lot of similarities the unknown. But I'd love to hear you more rankings, both
1: of you. All right, so my my number one is Part Two. I just I I, I love Baghead Jason. I love I just love the He's I cool. love the teens in that one. The, the the teens in Part Two really just elevate it to the best one. I love fucking Mark, poor guy. <laughs> uh, it's just a great movie. Um, my number two is number five. I uh, I, I it's. Like I said, it's genuinely the funniest one in a way that I think these movies often try to be funny and fail. And I think five. Eat your fucking slop, you big dildo. (laughs) So (laughs) fucking good. Uh, Four is rules. I love four. Three is also three. I think is kind of the quintessential. If you have to show somebody a Friday the 13th to explain to them what a Friday the 13th is. Three is the one you do. Um, and then I go with seven, just for the climax. You know, the last third of seven is so good that it raises it above everything. Then eight, love going to taking Manhattan, and then I have kinda. Yeah. <laughs> then I've got my um, Jason lives, Freddy versus Jason, Part One, Jason X, the remake, and then Jason goes to hell. That's yeah. Funny. Um. I'll it's, allow it. I, like I said, I I rank these. Solely this is one of those on series teens, where, and so
0: it's it's one of those series where everyone's ranking
1: is. different. I mean, you can see that just between the three of us. I think. Um, yeah, Matt, yes. what are yours? Uh,
0: all right, I'm going to go in reverse order with my least favorite to my favorite. Uh, at number twelve, I have Jason X because whatever. Uh, then I have the original at number eleven, Friday the Thirteenth, and then I have Part Five. Which I've it used to be, you know, much, it used to be lower on the list. Uh, and then I have New Blood uh, at number nine and number eight. I have Jason Goes to Hell because I can't resist it. I can't resist <laughs> it's it's gross charms. Uh, then I have Freddy versus Jason, and then I have Jason Takes Manhattan after that because you know it's fun. He's, he's on a boat. Jason's on a boat. Uh, part two is at is in fifth place. Uh, I've really. Started to love that more and more throughout the years. And then my top four would be at number four, Friday the 13th Part 3. Uh, like you said, it's like you throw it on if you want to. It's like this is what a Jason movie is. Uh, number three is The Final Chapter. Uh, I've had that on this entire time we're recording. I've actually restarted it once. Uh, it's <laughs> pretty, pretty damn good. Uh, my second favorite is The Remake. Uh, I just love that so much. And, of course, number one. It's Jason Lives, because I think I'm going to throw that on right after this. <laughs>
1: <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> well, um, Mara, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm glad we uh, we finally made it through these 12, <laughs> sadly not 13, movies for our supersized yeah. uh, anniversary.
2: Yes, thank you for having me, and congratulations on your anniversary. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, before we go, uh,
1: Jacob, where can the people find you on the uh, internet? People can find me on uh, Twitter and Letterboxd at Jacob underscore Denoble. Uh, Rora?
2: You can find me on Instagram and my newly started Twitter at Areth Gainsborough, a pun on Final Fantasy Remake. And I love it. we can put it in the show notes if you mm-hmm. like because uh, – we have a fan worst, whether it's Aries or Aries, but we all know the right answer.
0: <laughs> uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter and everywhere else at The Real Matt C. And that's about it. Well, until next right? time, right? right? Never hike until alone. Until next time, never hike alone. And we'll be back next month with a Thanksgiving special uh, celebrating everyone's favorite uh, can of cranberry sauce, the blob. <laughs>